Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about love being too hot to handle Netflix's new reality dating show. We talk about Digimon. We talk about Netflix and Disney+. Plus. We also talk about orgies and cannibalism. This show's going completely quarantine crazy. And that's what's happening on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I am your host, Kat. And with me today is the usual gang, 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 gang up in here, Marlon, Raven, and Amy. Welcome to the show. Still day 567 Mm. in quarantine. But hey, you're fine. We're yeah, we're fine. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> bringing back not the throwbacks. Not summer yet. Stop bringing it. back the throwbacks. I love it. I love it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, we're still out here, you know, surviving and whatnot. But I think we're still being true to ourselves and being the geeky little introverts that we are. And uh, we have a lot to talk about. This weekend was on and popping. On so many levels, as far as like media, um, TV shows, and movies, and video games. But for today, I actually want to start off with Marlon because he has so much to tell us. So I'm going to mm-hmm. like, take it away, Marlon. Do I need to do a song? Marlon's World. So now Hello. you have a world. You you grab a corner into a Marlon's world. Yeah. And then Marlon comes in, and I got some things to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, on the Netflix forefront, everyone, oh, Raymond approves of that entire theme song. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, I was talking about two things. Um, first, I'm going to talk about Extraction, uh, which is. Um, uh, the Bollywood version of John Wick. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Is that an endorsement or a diss? I can't tell. So, you know what? I'll tell you this. It is a mixed bag of, of things. Mm. Um, it plays on so many tropes of like the damaged mercenary who's an alcoholic, whose kids are presumably either dead or not dead, but somewhere and he's using alcohol and drugs to hide his emotion. Um, but more or less what I talk about is the fact that it borrows from a lot of these films of like, hey, you're a mercenary. Some kid got kidnapped. Go save this kid. Um, but also the kid comes from a crime lord family. So it's going to be complicated. And uh-oh, the crime lord has a rival and that rival wants to kidnap that kid and keep him for money. And uh-oh, that rival also oh, has the government in his back pocket. A lot pocket. of spoilers here. A lot okay, of spoilers okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally just saying everything that was in the trailer. Wow. This movie okay. gave, literally, if you watch the trailer, it just drops all this in the trailer. It just says, hey, this thing and this thing and this thing. So everything I just, I just said, all on the trailer. <laughs> but anyway, so like, it's it's pretty much uh, Chris Hemsworth unlocking his inner John Wick and just, it's a whole lot of gun-fu, just a ton of gun-fu. Like just, he's doing these crazy, like Call of Duty, no scope shots, and just like throwing his gun at people, a lot of gun-fu going on. There's a whole lot of Call of Duty, no scoping. Uh, it just, it pretty much plays like um, a teenager going to YouTube and typing in gunfights. And it just is like that. Like every scene has to be crazy, full of blood and drama and the human body going to its limits in terms of like, is that feasible? I don't think so. But it, it's interesting. Um, but if you've ever seen 
Man on Fire with Denzel Washington, um, you recognize that a lot of the plot borrows from that, you know, the the characters bond. Um, but I feel like in this movie, um, their bond is kind of forced um, and mm-hmm. you kind of can feel like this is a very rushed bonding and it's rushed for the plot. Uh, there are also a lot of interesting characters and there's also a Netflix alum that appears in this uh, movie. So um, if you check it out, I'm sure you're going to be very happy to see this uh, individual pop up out of nowhere. Um, yeah, that's um, Extraction. Watch it just so you can see uh, how they use Yellow Filter, which is something that Emi taught me about today, where everything just looks really grungy and dirty because they happen to be shooting in India. Because racism, y'all. Because <laughs> racism, y'all. And the reason, the reason I say it's a Bollywood John Wick is because they do take a lot of um, amazing artists that are in India. Um, if there's a, one individual who is in a couple of Bollywood films and a few um, major like antagonists that are also from Bollywood films. So they definitely tap the right people, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's, uh, it's a very interesting um move on Chris Hemsworth's part. So check that out. And I heard that the Russo brothers are behind this. They produced it or something. The Russo brothers have their entire stamp on it. There's literally a scene that looks like um, a scene from Winter Soldier where they're going down a hallway and like those like really like tight around the corner turns with the camera. So you can definitely pick it. Oh, that's from like this is definitely a Rooster Brothers film. There's a, a lot of like over the shoulder camera angling where like they do tight like, corners. There's also a lot of cool camera transitions where like um, Chris Miller will like, go a corner, he'll look one way, and the camera will like back up and let him walk towards him in a very kind of like very flowing action movement. So it is, um, yeah, camera wise, great work. It, it's just, it just flows so well. I did hear, so I didn't know anything about this movie. I just saw like a tweet on Twitter about this movie and it was about Mm -hmm. the director. I think it's the scene where, so the director was strapped to a car with the camera and it was like speeding at 75 miles per hour because they wanted to do this really intense car scene. Mm -hmm. And watching behind the scenes, I was like, what is this movie? Because the director was just like... I got it, you know, and most directors don't even do that. So that's what caught my attention for this movie. And then I realized, oh, it has Thor in it. Oh, wait, it's a Russo Brothers. What is this movie? And so I didn't, I have not seen any trailer. I haven't seen anything. But over the weekend, people kept saying Thor is the new John Wick. And I was like, what? How dare you insult John Wick? Because why? No, John Wick would mop Thor on the floor. I don't care. Like, he has three movies. <laughs> How dare you say this one Bollywood John Wick? Like, I really need to see this movie just to see how hard he goes because I still don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. But okay. Yeah, Everyone. I mean, I like it. I mean, kudos to the director. There definitely is like a certain car chase scene where uh, the camera seems to be like passed from one car window through another car window in this very like smooth moment. So there definitely was a lot of really interesting camera work. So I'm sure like people were jumping through windows to get shots or handing cameras off to someone else to run up the street. So if you are into these like these like nonstop camera, like it's literally like one uncut shot, like after one uncut shot. It's just a very long scene. So it plays very well. Hey, well guess mm, I know when I'm watching I give it a five out of ten, you know, it's a it's an okay film. And I, it doesn't really change too much, but it, you know, it does what it's supposed to do. It, it entertains during quarantine. Shout out to Netflix for doing this whole like top 10 thing they've been doing of like, this is number one. And I'm like, right. all right, Netflix, you know, we're watching you a lot more than we usually are. 
Yeah. Thank you, Netflix. Netflix is mm. killing the game right now. Okay, Yo, Netflix. Taking all of these they, money. They clearly had a whole vault of things that they, they were just playing. They were so ready for the this. The quarantine <laughs> vault. Let's open it. They were so ready. Poor Disney. They thought they were going to come in and like do some damage, but never. Oh, we got a quarantine. The whole back catalog is released one day after another. And they plan it like every week. It's like every week there's a new show of movies everyone is talking about. And I'm just like, literally, you guys, we've like unofficially created our own Netflix like watch club because we've been watching something from Netflix like every week. And I don't mind. I'm just, I'm seeing the pattern. I'm like, Thank you, Netflix. Maybe you should sponsor us. I don't know, but hey, I'm having fun. Please <laughs> give us a tote bag. Right. Some swag, a swag bag. I'll take some stickers. I have, I have one quick thing to recommend from Netflix that I found this week. If you like dark shit that makes you kind of feel a little haunted afterwards, there's this movie called The Platform. It's, um, on Netflix. it's, it's in a jail or it's some kind of jail. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it? You I saw the trailer it? and I was like, "What the fuck is it's, this?" It's it's kind of a mind fuck. I was like, "What's so trippy?" So it's like the premise is they're in this this facility. There's like a, over 200 floors of facility. Um, every day when they feed everybody, they put the food on this platform. The platform goes down each level. So by the time it gets to the bottom level, there's no food because everyone's eaten everything, and then. Uh, at the end of the week, I think they switch you, so you could either be the very top or the very bottom. What is this a foreign film movie or is this a regular it's American a movie? Film, but, but oh, you they know dub it, it. I was like, it has they to be. It. This is a very <laughs> intricate plot. I, like, I mean, really good. Like, I was sex like, and you got an orgy and food, so that's cat's, uh, <laughs> uh, cat's alley right there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. But yeah, it was. If, if you're oh, no. into like random Netflix dark shit, check it out. <laughs> Is it a movie or a miniseries? It's a movie. It's it's a movie. It's a movie. There, it was good. There are some things I was kind of like, I have questions, but for the most part, I was like, this was really cohesive, and it like. I kept thinking about it after mm-hmm. I watched it. I was like, ooh, ooh. That was... Mm-hmm. That I should watch it in the daytime. daytime. <laughs> oh, definitely. Maybe, maybe. You might want to, yes. I yes. don't watch things like that. But it's Yeah, it, it gets dark. So, yeah. You should probably watch it in the daytime when there's sun. It's, it's, it's started dark, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you guys. I forgot oh what I was watching. I watched something really dark and twisted before I went to bed. I actually had a nightmare, so I was like, I'll never do that again. Because now I have time. I don't remember what it was. It was something on HBO, I think, or Netflix. or No, it was on Amazon. And, and I was like... This is a really cr- like crazy, dark, twisted crime show, whatever. I love it. But then I went to bed and I had a nightmare about it. And I was like, I've never watched anything dark and twisted before I went to bed. Like, go to bed ever again. So, it was a movie? Life lessons. It was a miniseries. Hunters? No, I can't remember. It was a foreign film. Again, it was a foreign film. You and these dark foreign films, Kat. I like it. But then I have to watch it in the daytime. <laughs> Well, that's a great segue to this other show I want to talk about on Netflix. It isn't dark, but it is kind of twisted. Uh, it's called Midnight Gospel. Um, it's from the crew that brought you Adventure Time, right? Yep. 
Yeah. So when I saw that, you know, oh, it's that crew. When I happened to see that it was from the same crew that did Adventure Time, I thought it was going to be a very vastly different show than what I was exposed to. The first episode literally is about some space guy who does his who has a podcast who travels to different worlds to interview people, but the actual interview is of people who aren't in the cartoons specifically, but of a different person about a topic at hand, but then they add animation to the interview. And it just flows so weirdly. The first episode is about like drugs, but then there's like a zombie apocalypse happening on camera. And you're just trying to be like, okay, he's talking about drugs, but he's also shooting a zombie. And it just, it's, it's just a lot of visual things happening on top of a lot of um, this interesting topics i guess but more or less uh it like it strongly reminds me of like if you're going to a party and there are two who are very much high and they're like having like crazy off-the-wall discussions and you just aren't high enough to even be on that level of thought with them yet so you're trying to like like cool uh uh-huh uh-huh but you're just like i don't know where this is coming from where this is going or if it's gonna stop i mean the first episode i thought was an hour long but it wasn't even an hour It might be how people who who hear us feel when they listen to this podcast. No, they don't. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I feel I'm like kidding. I'm kidding. I, I need to give I, them interesting orgy murder related content. All right. At least this I one do. was just so awkward. If anything, I suggest you watch it to see how long you can like possibly tolerate it. Um, I watched all of them just because I'm like. How far could this go? Like, maybe it gets better. Um, and it just stayed the same. Um, I was looking forward to seeing, like, some Princess Bubblegum-esque things or, like, some fun Adventure Time things or something of the same kind of, like, strain. Uh, and he went the complete opposite direction of what I thought was going to be. Uh, so if you're expecting Adventure Time and some fun other, like, extended story or whatever, um, it's not going to be that at all. It's like an animated Seinfeld for stoners. How high should you, how high do you need to be to like understand what's happening though, Marlon? Oh, good. Okay. Um, if you're taking a vape pen, I would say eight hits. If you're taking Ooh. a hit off of like a one hitter, four hits. I think if you need to just eat a, a blunt, brownie. You gotta a finish brownie. the whole blunt. Don't eat the whole brownie because then you won't be because then you'll be comatose. You won't have you won't fully get any of it. You might actually really no. get it in that state. Know. You want to at least be on the precipice of like, you, you want to be able to look into the abyss of like, I'm going to be like just right. dead on the water. You want to be able to look at it to be like, oh, okay, oh, I get where he's coming from. Well, that's a funny animation. This all makes sense. And then you want to start talking back to the screen. But yeah, um, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. So twenty twenty 29% of the brownie, eat that. And then I think you'll probably get to the point of like what they're uh, talking about. And why they're talking about it, because that's the exact same reaction I got with how Marlon described it. It's exactly the same reaction. Because at first I was like, okay, little dude got some tech going on. He can like go anywhere he wants and talk to anyone he wants. Cool, cool. You know, in the first episode, he's talking to the president and like there's a zombie apocalypse, but he really needs him to interview him for his podcast. And I'm just like, psh. Even I'm not that desperate. So, like, he went out there and they're talking, like, everything. Mind you, about, the president like, says, oh, yeah, sure. Now's a good time. Now's a good time. And, like, the humanity's dying at this point. Like, there, I don't even know why there's people in front of the White House and there's a zombie. The zombie's on the same thing and they're just, and the, and the president's 
with the sniper. Yeah, so I really believe, you know, we should legalize. Uh, it helps a lot of people. And, and I think so too. Yeah, because I had experience where, and I'm just like, I'm literally like this, like, first of all, I was sober. So I was like, okay, obviously you need to be on something to watch this show. It was just like, I think at some point the uh, narrator says that he took a benzo and took alcohol and almost died. And they talk about like, how, oh yeah, that's like a death combo. And just talk about that for like 10 minutes. I'm like, what is happening right now? And then it also like none of the episodes kind of like go together. Like there's like no, like there's like an overall structure of like, it's a guy and it's podcast, but like every episode has a different talking point. Like the next episode is this woman talking about how she had cancer and talking about death. Um, but she's talking as like a dog about to get like, um, about to get turned into a stuffed animal on this clown planet. And I'm just like, I, I hear, I think this is a very important conversation, but I'm literally watching this robot pick you up and take your head off and like stuff you with like stuffing. I'm just, I don't know what's happening right now. Yikes. I feel like there's a point there, but I'm just like so distracted by this. Basically, if, if, if any of our viewers have ever watched the Adult Swim show Super Jail, it literally, that, that level of like callous violence is pretty much um, in every episode where like someone's like being torn apart, or their, their hearts being ripped out, or there's like extra blood happening. It's just, it's very like lackadaisical and it's just very flippant and it just happens in front of you. And like the person just keeps like talking and, and like discussing things and the background is just blood and like mayhem. And it's just like, this is so many things happening all over the place. I don't know if it was like an artistic choice to be like, oh, I want you to feel overwhelmed, but I look forward to like reading about why he chose to make this. Uh, it's just yeah. a very interesting choice for him to make this late in the game. Like the first episode, the image that really like stuck like that got stuck in my mind was when they saved this pregnant lady off the bus or something and she's like i'm going into labor but they're still talking like their their conversation and so they like the 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 main character his body was big in this episode so he was able to carry her find a kiddie pool with water put her in there the water turns red and the baby pops up i was like what the fuck (laughs) and then they're like the zombies are going like closer. So she just grabs her baby and they just walk off. Like, okay, we're, we're, we're still moving. And I'm like, what kind of walking dead episode is this? Like, this isn't, like, it was insane. And in how for me, like no matter what situation or, or environment they were in, they were like, yeah, we're still having a conversation. We're not going to let this like stop us. And, and I'm just like, but why? Like, is it that important where, you know, they're, like I, that's why I just didn't get it. Like I didn't know the, the limitations of their reality. It just seemed like it just was unlimited. And I'm, and I, I need, I need some limitations because I was like, this is, this is making my my brain hurt because it's just so much. For me, I felt like it was a sensory overload because I was like, I, I, I need, I have so many questions. But um, I've heard good things about this show, and I mean, I'm glad they were able to make a show especially after adventure time Mm -hmm. um aka adventure time the movie coming out next month i think so if this wasn't your cup of tea don't forget adventure time has some new a new movie coming out on (laughs) hbo max which i will be getting soon so i will be watching that so then i can go back to my reality that's my reality is adventure time so i'm like i'm going back to that and then that will make more sense but hey yes (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe it's, I feel like 
maybe these are just his like internal thoughts and he just needed an outlet. And this is like, are like, Hey, this is going to be like my, like, um, magnum opus outside of this kid show that I write for these children. I'm going to do a podcast video series, writers talk about, I mean, at a certain point, the show definitely kind of gets like a feel of like nihilism and like the world's going to shit. Like who cares, you know, or like, Hey, like God is dead, but be a good person. So maybe this is his like way of like trying some ideas out that he can't do in adventure time. And this is like, you know, before I do this movie, I'm just going to like dump all my thoughts on this side project before I get to like talk about princess Bubblegum having an issue with not having a big enough butt in the scene or whatever. So maybe that's, right. a, you know, some kid issue. <laughs> some kid issue. Some oh my um, blob. That's not princess Bubblegum. That's LSP. Oh, yeah. That's such an LSP. Oh, thing. right. You're right, right. Sorry. That's Little space Lumpy princess. Space Princess. Lumpy, Lumpy, Lumpy space, space Princess. Yeah, that's her thing. Um, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, it's funny that. Uh, so, another another great creator is uh, JG. I forgot his last name. But the guy who created Regular Show. So he too has a he has an adult show too that's coming out on HBO Max. I think you can preview it on YouTube. I really can't remember the title right now. I'll probably like link it for you guys. But he too kind of went the same route where he was like, "Hey, I got really famous after making a really great kids show, but now I'm gonna make a more adult show for you know for my real fans who." got my cartoon show and so it looks like it's about like these two young parents two married young parents they have like a child and it's like just life happening but in like a crazy format where again it looks like it's mindless violence some like like crazy like adult themed stuff happening and then aliens and then like invade like zombie like it's kind of like the same thing except the animation looks way better very regular show animation um it's very like it looks very random and uh but i think he's for he i don't i don't know if midnight gospel explored that but it seemed like his show explores more of his sexuality stuff and so there's like some scenes where people were naked people ended up in in places they weren't supposed to be together and i was like this is just in the trailer so i am very curious to see that show and maybe compare with compare it with midnight gospel I think that would be my my little task to do for next month. Nice. Looking forward to hear that comparison. Yes. And that has been Marlon's living room, no longer in the corner. Marlon's corner. <laughs> Marlon's corner. Marlon's 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 you're not a dog <laughs> hey hey i was in the corner for a while like i was like a little cat but now i'm on the couch like i'm a like i'm a house dog now here we go i'm, I'm working my way up there working my way up there you know where are you an animal then i'll be at the table i'll be at the <laughs> table eventually you didn't play animal crossing too much i don't you have that game. animal crossing though no, no, I that's an adult oh, game I, I, I thought you had it because you talked about it before no no i've seen my like partner my Previous partner had Animal Crossing and I hated the noise of it. Oh wow! Yeah, they do. They do talk like that. Though. And she would play it like regular, like forty volume. Like, what are you trying to hear? Wow, that's too loud. What are you trying to hear them I say? I think they were probably trying to hear the 
individual word they were saying when really it's like sped up like 500,000 times. It's like so, you could no. read captions on this game and that's just as much as you need to know. Right. They were doing the most. They were doing the most. But Factual. yeah. Did you want to talk about your new wide world with Switch? Oh, or with no? the Breath of the Wild? Marlon's one of the very few Americans right now that has gotten a new Switch during the time of Animal Crossing. It's one of the hardest things to do right now. Yours truly can we get one. I mean, oh, no, no, no. I could, but <laughs> I can't. Let's so- be real. Like, people out there are doing um, an interesting, but also, I mean, they did it with a toilet paper. They did it with yeah. the paper towels. They did it with a lot of things. The cleaning um, supplies, yeah. Yeah, people out here are just buying up all the switches out of every GameStop um, because they know that, hey, people are at home. You probably got your stimulus check. You're probably not going to spend it on, like, things you need. So, hey, you want to switch? You got to go on Craigslist and find a good, like, person who has it, and they're going to charge you, like, 450 or 430 for a $349 uh, system right? at Best so- Buy. Yeah. I mean, but hey, I'm actually surprised they're only making a hundred bucks off of that. Like that's that surprises me. Well, but. I saw on eBay people were selling it for six six hundred to seven hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what and I. And this is before shipping and tax. This is yeah. before shipping and tax. See, but I feel like I people on it. eBay. Uh, what I've noticed is that they're selling them under the printers of like I have three or something left. There are people who are on like Craigslist who are like I have forty of these, and right now they're going for this price. Forty. Forty. Like the dude I bought it from said that he bought forty. He he bought like he bought ten from each different GameStop he went to. What the and, heck? And I'm like, why? And he goes, because I get to like make you know an extra couple bucks off of them now. So couple. I'm sorry, an extra hundred or so dollars off of them because four fifty is what I paid for mine. And also, homeboy delivers. Like homeboy pulled up to my house. And like oh, four thousand bucks. Yeah, that's my thank you, thank you, Raymond. I was digging that. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see. Kat was counting on her fingers. <laughs> no, no, yeah, so, like, four thousand. I mean, but yeah, like mine wasn't even shipping. Homeboy was like, "Are you in like the bay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in Berkeley." He was great. Like, I'm gonna come from Walnut Creek, and I'll, I'll see you out front. So he came like mask in hand, gloves on, had the switch in like a plastic <laughs> bag. I handed him the money in a Ziploc bag, and we just like had this cross exchange. I had it. That day, that the, the day I asked him about it, the day he delivered. It, so he's he's only he's making approximately four thousand bucks out of this scheme. Yep. And but, but Raymond, how much money did he spend to get all? That, no, 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 no. How much? Well, <clears throat> thirty thousand, probably somewhere in there, higher than that. Mm. But Jesus, uh, more than that, actually, that's low. I didn't do that math right. That's that's like ten. <laughs> but the that's like ten. The, the funny, the funniest part to me is that he drove to you, which means he's spending money on his yes. gas, but he's only really making like he's making four or five k out of this. Mm-hmm. He's spending money on his gas. That's really funny to me. Well, no. He's making less money than that. Here's what I think is to... happening, though. I think that he's buying a bunch, and then with each one he sells, because Shonen bought it from this guy for like I think four thirty. And he sold me the next one for four. I wonder if he's like adding the prices up for each one you buy for each one he's missing. So I'm wondering if you get to like number thirty, if it's like six hundred bucks by that. Well, this this man, yeah, uh, it's like you know, oh, like the supply has changed. I already sold four, <laughs> so here we go. Like I'm getting 
Hey, this side hustle, if, if, I, if I had that kind of disposable income to, to buy that many, I'd be the, doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. He's um, that working right now. I wouldn't make it so that I'm making about the money, I don't know, closer to yeah. what I spent. Oh, no, no, no. I think you want the first price to be low enough to where like, people are like pretty much word of mouthing, oh, I got it from this person, and then you can upcharge them. Because oh, yeah. like, like go look somewhere else, and also like I also have like a couple of the extra features you might not be able to find online as well. Because he was like, I have like the SD cards, I have like these extra things. I'm like, you spent all this money on this extra stuff because you know that people don't have it. And I would be buying the games too, because I'd be like, oh, yeah. games, games go on sale all the time, so I wouldn't worry about you can making buy them the game half off. Cat, though. Mm. You don't need to buy but, a physical game anymore. <laughs> but hey, if you bought the Switch and mm-hmm. nothing else, but I'd be like, hey, I could p- throw in this game for 30 bucks. Would you rather take that or would you w- go online and buy $60 digital? Oof, that's true. Kat, you, you'd be perfect for this. I know. That's why I was like, I recognize, but then I don't agree. <laughs> I would have mm-hmm. definitely done a different plan. But hey, do you, boo. <laughs> do you, boo. <laughs> 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 found um, a good deal there yeah i will say uh, i'm just gonna have to just wait until it's pretty yeah, oh, yeah and it's really hard but hey that's why i'm waiting for that ps5 hopefully hopefully Oof, if they delay that minute, people so either I, no but get this if they delay it okay they delay it I'd rather it be delayed than it being like this, where people are already buying PS5s and then charging like a grand for it. And then we won't see a PS5 for six more months. Uh, I would hey, drive crazy. Pat, would you know they're going to be that cat. Like, unless you're so, pre-ordering it, you're not going to get it. I'm going to buy like four PS5s. That's like so much money, cat. <laughs> and then hey, you're, you're EDD, girl. That's $800 a piece right there. Hey, guess who's going to be making Christmas money? Hey. <laughs> so we'll see. See, and hey, I'm not driving to you. I'm just going <laughs> to ship it to you. That's I'm not driving to you. That might be more expensive, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. electronics I'm and it's fragile. Insurance. Yeah. True, but I'd rather pay that than gas money and being stuck in traffic. You'd and all rather that. pay that than gas money? Yeah. What's traffic? I don't think that exists right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean around Christmas time, holiday oh, time, Christmas there's still going to be Christmas traffic time. around fine, that time. Fine, you're yeah. right, I mean, you're right, if we're still sh- sheltering in place by Christmas time, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be sad. It's going to be a sad Christmas. Not me. I'm going to be like, hey, video games. Hey, oh, but, don't hey, You do that now. Hey. <laughs> 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 you got that new Last of Us Part Kat, 2 or Kat, Last of Us 2? Me. I'm picturing Kat just be like, oh, it's Christmas time. Then, like, she like, has a little, like, wreath. Merry Christmas. And then she gets, gets back to playing her little, little video games again. That's pretty much it. Happy Christmas, everybody. And then. Oh, I have all. By then, I will figure out how to hack into games where I can make it look like a Christmas party with my character. Like, I, if I play video games long enough, I'm going to be one of those people creating my own mods. Because who, who cares about other mods? I could probably make my own by Christmas, but who knows? But He's probably good. Since that's that's my life, my my reality is my virtual life right now. So it's, it's cool, it's fine. But, okay. Um. Hey, but it's cool because uh, Iming and I did something pretty cool yesterday. The speaking of the Russo brothers, they've been pretty busy over the weekend. They actually had. So let me start off first. This weekend was the one year anniversary of Avengers Endgame. Yay! You know the moment that changed our lives last year that 
I think I saw the movie five times. I don't know how many times I saw the movie, but I saw it way too many times. Um, so in honor of that, they decided to have a watch party on, I think, Twitter. No. Yeah. Instagram, Instagram. and Twitter. So Instagram, they had like a little Q&A slash just talking thing with for the fans. And then you have to watch the movie on your own, but they will be live tweeting as you are watching it along with them, if that makes sense. And so most of the stuff that they were tweeting was a lot of really cool behind the scene facts that I never knew or thought of. And they even had like some pictures and video of the cast and crew. Um, one of my favorite pictures was seeing how uh, downtown Atlanta, um, they turned that into Tokyo for all of um, Hawkeye, uh, Black Widow scene. And it looks amazing. Like you see, you know, the skyline of Atlanta, then you literally turn a corner and it's downtown Tokyo. And they have an amazing like set crew and they really worked hard. And then you see like, um, like just the cast in like their makeup. Like you see Mark, uh, Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) And they like to say he wore his like tight, his tight ass pajamas with, uh, (laughs) with all that gear on. He just looks so up. Oh yeah. He was, they said he was on a shoe box wearing tight ass pajamas like the whole time. And so he always had to be like, you know, Hulk, but it's, it's just like ridiculous where he had Mark, to be. But, but with Mark Ruffalo and a big thing on him. Right. And he just, he looked <laughs> not, ridiculous. Not really Hulk in that sense. Right. It's awkward. Mark, it, Mark, Mark that Ruffalo. was that the whole time they filmed him. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know how they had the professionalism. I would be dying every, every day, but they did it. And uh, I didn't realize they put so many of their family in this movie. Like, I don't know why I didn't think that they were related to Renee, Renee Russo. I didn't know that that was their sister. I don't know why I didn't put two to do together. Duh. So, yeah, she, uh, you know, she was Thor's mom. So they had her and then they had their own children in the scene where, you know, the kids may- meet Hulk slash Ant-Man. And Ant-Man was like, hey, Ant-Man. They're like, we don't know who you are. So I didn't know that was her <laughs> own kids. I was like, oh, they really put their family in there. And because, you know, they did community and stuff. They also put other people from that in there, too. So bless those brothers. They made it a really great experience for, for us fans. And besides that, with the Avengers and everything, uh, I think, again, back to our little watch club. Uh, I think each week we've picked something to watch. Um, so far, it was too hot to handle. What was the other thing we saw? And now... Raymond suggested Dave last week, so that's oh, a show. It's a show, oh, right? That's a show. I was just like, I don't even know what that is. So it comes, yeah, on, it comes on FX, <laughs> but on Hulu too. If you don't want to watch cables on Hulu, um, little <laughs> Dave is about this rapper named Little Dicky. I don't know where he came from, honestly. I think he was a viral rapper. I don't know who he was before the show, but from got, what I've seen in the episode, yeah, Raymond, I got you cool. a little bit. Okay, I got okay. you a little bit. He, little he, was, dope. he was he was doing advertisement, I think. Like he was uh he uh, like he he's from Philadelphia. Um like outside of Philadelphia. Like, he's like from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Like he, he he doesn't that's what I love about him is he doesn't try to fight who he is. Like, no, I'm this white guy who kinda probably shouldn't be here, but I'm also really good at rapping. So um but so he uh yeah, he's from there. He got tired of his job, um, and he started just making. I guess he started. I guess he was always like rapping as a hobby, but then he started. I, I heard that he uh, got on 
he got on some other team on his advertising agency because he like did a whole presentation as a rap for his job. And I was <laughs> like, this was, that must have been really great. But he's he's a Kickstarter kid. He got a lot of help starting his oh. yeah, starting his career on a Kickstarter. Uh, and then I think that was his first like mixtape. And then Snoop Dogg and some other people helped him out for that for his more wow. feature for his bigger album. Um, and then, but he said, even when that came out, he really wanted to be, he was doing all of this to be a movie and TV writer. That's, that's, that's what he said three, four, five years ago. Dude is um, crazy. So, and he's doing it now. Dave is really good. It's really good. You guys. Have a lot of producers on though. Like yes. if, if you write like, like, like Kevin Hart and stuff. Like Scooter Braun, who I think is with Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> I was like, right. hey, I know that name. Right. Yeah. So many people, and then like Kourtney Kardashian was a cameo. I like, know. I was like, well, that makes sense because. Oh. Yeah, they got a lot of cameos. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. It's, it's like I came in like you know, no expectations, whatever. Their first episode had me giggling, but by like the second episode, second or third, I was like dying because now I was like I understood the characters intent right. and like their patterns that when they did stuff i was like yeah you would do that or if they did things <laughs> that i wasn't expecting i was like no you did that why and it it made me like them more because i really like their realistic approach to everything he is very mm-hmm. like i mean yeah he is very selfish but he has to be he has to be because you know people already are like looking at him like you're a rapper like why so he i really respect that he does have the confidence to be to back up what he can do but at the mm-hmm. same time he's still very awkward because he's human he's, you know and, incredibly awkward. <laughs> right but he is very honest in his approach to everything and i think that's what i really liked about him because i like how he <laughs> he just automatically explains everything and i'm like i get that because i'm that type of person too where he's just yeah, like he's no. a filter yeah, he has no yeah, filter. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. part there's there's parts where he reminds me of Michael Scott and just like his awkward. And I and that part, I don't know if that's actually Dave Bird in real life or or how much of that part is an act. Because I, I don't I don't think he's exactly this character. He's very neurotic as this character. And I'm just like I don't I, know, Raymond. Well, yeah, I don't know. Actor. I don't know. I don't know him in real life. So he might legitimately be that way. But um the, it's just great that the cast is like all solid. There's not a single like main character yeah. that I don't like. Like they're right. all really Everyone's entertaining. Fluid and they just they. Oh, it's, it's, I think that's why I, it's such a solid show. It's everyone yeah. goes I, together. I had to look up Gata immediately. Uh, it was right. like episode two, and I was like, "Who is this guy? He's right. amazing." Uh, and that's actually his real life hype man. Like. They would oh! like yes, they, that is legitimately his real life hype. Man. Um, First of all, he can act his ass off. Yes, he's re- yes he can. Or he just being himself. I can't tell. <laughs> I love what I actually love. Uh, Donald Glover called it out a long time ago. Of why does every black rapper gotta gotta act some? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and like I mean, it's kind of true. Like there's it's just true. so many. <laughs> it's just very true. Um, but yeah, there's Gata's no amazing. No he has a really good episode where about about uh mental health that's just like way oh, deeper than i expected right, to right. get out of that, that show was my favorite yeah, that was, 
that went deep. I was like, ooh, we're, we're being like, serious now. Okay. I was like, Tina, you were about to be my Put favorite down character. the pen for a second. Right. <laughs> you were about to be my favorite character, and then he became my favorite character, because I was yeah. like, this yeah. episode is an Emmy-winning episode. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I hope it does. I hope it does. <laughs> nominated. That, that was, that was, that was probably really relatable for everybody, if you, go, if you get a chance to watch that. Yeah. I think it's like episode four or five, four, somewhere four or five. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I was sitting like this, like I, my body was frozen. I was just like, what's going to happen? What's going to, oh my gosh, these flashbacks. And then how it ended and it continued like, and this oh, is yeah. why I was like. It's so good. Um, yeah. If you, if you watch it, it's on Hulu, 10 episodes. It's all out by the time this, by the time this gets to you all, it'll be all out. Yes. And it, it, it's a quick ending. Every episode is like half an hour at max. Like, so yeah. it's a quick, it's a quick watch and it's really entertaining. Um, yeah. Yeah. The finale comes out tomorrow, so I'll be sad that it's over, but I hope it gets renewed for a uh, second season. I'm sure it will. You called well, it. Considering the, uh, star power behind yeah, it, you guys, it's the anti-Atlanta. So if you yeah. love Atlanta, you actually love this show. It's just yes. a diff- it's two sides of the same coin. Let's just leave it like that. It's, it's, literally, <laughs> it's literally day and night. Atlanta's <laughs> night. This is the daytime. So I, I'm really curious. Awkward how- white rapper. I'm really curious how Donald Glover feels about that comparison, but Donald Glover, um, I love you, but real recognize real. You'll see the similarities. Oh, yeah. And and it's not like he took that format and copied him. It's mm-hmm. like he just He does it his own way. Right, he did it his own way. He mm-hmm. it's just I can see I can see both and appreciate both in its own thing. And I see it as like two shows about rappers and their music, but also their environment and their struggles and everything on top of that. Those are the two shows I see right now. And, you know, I still think Atlanta's up here. But, hey, this is not far behind. It's still in that little corner right here, you know. And I think they're both great. So mm-hmm. definitely check it out. And, I mean, I don't think anyone's talking about it. So, yeah, definitely check it out. And let us know if you like it or not. Yeah, I definitely didn't know about it till Raymond brought it up. And I and it's very rare that I, like, actually watch new shit. I'm, I'm always, like, very skeptical. So I was like, all right, Raymond. If Raymond likes it, then I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, Raymond yeah, likes yeah. it, and I have to see it. I'm I like, Raymond likes this. Okay, I just, I've, I've been a big little Dicky fan for a long time because he, um, because he just is an entertaining like rapper. Like he just he does he spits his lines. He, I think he's someone that like he'll sit there. He feels like a perfectionist, and I like that mm-hmm. out of people. Jackie Chan is like a one of my favorite filmmakers, and because he sat and I want every scene to be perfectly choreographed, and if we had to do this thing twelve times so that I kick it up in the air and catch it with my hand because it looks really cool, we'll do this forty-five times until I kick it up in the air and catch it perfectly. <laughs> like, um, and so he feels like his raps are just like I have written these over and over and over again until they are as maximum hilarity as possible. Uh, I'm doing the same thing with my show come enjoy like i just i like people that do that regardless who they are so yes thank you little dicky you've made me a fan within a week i'm dead (laughs) and now i'm like i have to actually go and look into his musical catalog and actually his his flow is sick but i'm just like but what you talking about it's like i get it but then why (laughs) Yeah, his his rap album. You'll probably listen to some of his songs on that rap album and be like, "All right, like your your flow is really amazing, but I, like I don't really care that you I don't know like like 
lasagna on top of something. I don't know. My actual favorite song of his, it's like 10 minutes long, but it's it's hilarious. Of uh, it's, it's called pillow it's called pillow talking. It's him talking to oh. actually the video I found out it's a uh, it's the girl it's his war? girlfriend in real life. He <laughs> yeah, it's his girlfriend, not in real life. It's the girlfriend from Dave. She this uh-huh. this video was made like three or four years ago. The girlfriend oh. and Dave is the girl in the video, and it's like him what? having a it's him having a pillow talk conversation after just having sex with some random girl. Um, uh-huh. And it is hilarious. <laughs> oh, um, the topics go everywhere. Just oh, all over oh, the yeah. place. Yeah. It's, is it worse than our show? It's on par um, with our show. It's oh yeah, <laughs> okay, you'll, okay, love okay, it. Okay, you'll sure. absolutely love it. I was it. like, it's, the topics not like us, right? Okay, cool. Okay, okay. No, no. no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, when I first okay. saw him, I was like, is he gonna be like an Asher Roth? Like what what kind of rapper is he? You know? And then they were like, Oh, he's from Philly. I was like, So you got a meat mills thing? Like I didn't know until I heard him. Cause you know, it took so it takes you a while to actually hear him like rap because everybody's like rap 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 and he's just like oh, i can't do it and then when he does it he does it so flawlessly i was like okay 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 <laughs> and then like when he's done he's like oh. like he goes into like this mode and he can't stop and then when he's done he just goes back to his like dave self and he's just like yeah. what happened and i'm like did you act did you act that out or is that how you really are like you just go yeah, into avatar bet. mode and then you forget what happened and then you have to go look at what you did. And you're like, I did that. Okay. That's not bad. And I'm like, that's what I was getting. And I was like, okay, so you don't understand like the potential of your talent. Okay. So what are you going to do with that? And that kind of shows how he just goes on. Now I really love, um, I love, um, Gata, but I love, um, Mike, I love him too because that's that's a that's a ride or die friend. I've never I've never seen a friend like that. Like, dang, he's so dedicated. I'm just like, why are you so dedicated to him? Like, I I wonder. I want to see the episode where they came together and how their relationship bloomed. Like, I'm waiting for that episode. We'll get that in season two somewhere. Uh, I can't wait. I I I think one of my favorite scenes of the show is them is him and. Him and Dave, Mike and Dave, they're best friends, roommates. They're like talking about how they're about to take a bath together yes. that night. And and, uh, and Gate is with them and he's just like, wait, did y'all just say you take a bath together? And <laughs> and like, they're like, yeah, it's not weird. Um, and Gate is just like, I, I gotta go. I can't handle this conversation <laughs> anymore. And he just like literally walks away. It's, it's, the show is fantastic. Oh, Everyone should give him a chance. Um, if you don't like it by the third episode, then you're not gonna like it. Like it doesn't it doesn't change a whole lot after after that point. But uh, but I think everyone will probably enjoy it. It's just a good comedy. It's a great comedy. Um, thank you, Raymond. Uh, besides that, do we have? I guess we're watching Extraction this week, or do we have? Or and the platform Eming is that what it's called? The platform. So we have yeah. two things to watch this week. Watch it during the daytime. Yes. You can you can watch Extraction at night. Yeah, just... I'm going to watch that tonight, actually. And then I'll watch Platform like on my lunch break. Hopefully. That won't distract me too much. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Whatever you make. Whatever you make. With my coffee. No judgment. Okay. With my bacon and eggs. 
<laughs> uh, okay. Oh no, I'm scared. Like, wait, is there really is cannibalism, cannibalism in this? No spoilers. Look away. I can't. Turn your camera not, off. Turn your camera off. Marlon, Marlon. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yes, we yes. have. Yes. Is it? Does it? Does it give you Snowpiercer vibes? The movie. The movie. Oh, the movie. Um, where Chris Evans had a baby. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he did. That scene was so. That was part of the. So that was part of the movie. I I darker than Snowpiercer. I know that baby's face. Uh, oh, wow, that's impressive. Oh, that's wow. a statement. I, I right. don't know if I should watch I, this okay. movie. <laughs> I Snowpiercer. I wouldn't Whoa. put it on the same level. It, it was a good movie, but I, I wouldn't put it on the same. Okay, I'm about to say like it trumps Chris Evans eating babies. Like, yo, that's 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 crazy. I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched it in a while. So okay. I can't remember, okay. but. See, I don't know, but dark. it's dark. <laughs> it might, I mean, it might be on the same level, but I mean, just like, it, it's kind of like an overall tone. Maybe it's stretched like, out, Marlon. Like consistent tone throughout the entire film. So I, I don't know if the baby eating, I don't know. I so maybe remember. like there's a baby in episode one and in episode three is like reference that it was eaten. Maybe it's like that. I don't know. No, no. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there that I'm just like, how can maybe. it be worse, worse than that? Yes. <laughs> cannibalism. I know it. That's why you I should mean, it. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Whatever. You, you guys watch it and you decide. Tell me what you think. Um, oh, I'll Sounds let you good. know. Right. Yeah. So um, thanks thanks to everyone, the QE me, Marlon and Ray for coming together and sharing your thoughts and opinions on whatever's happening in our little world right now. Um, thanks to the listeners for checking in and listening as always. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Feel free to ask us questions. If you have concerns, if you have comments, if you just want to say hi to Emi, do that. We, we love saying hi too. Um, yeah so until then you guys uh wash your hands stay home uh don't buy anything off craigslist right now and geek on this episode of quest on media's geek force was produced in richmond california